morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to today's episode of Musings with Jesus. I am your host. My name is Shola. I'm your host. Thank you for joining me. Um, so I hope you I hope everything is going well with you. Um, I was checking through my analytics this morning and I just I noticed that you know it's more than half of my audience or people listening are actually in the US and that is just that does really that really freaks me out because <laughs> here I am recording from Nigeria. Just thirty percent of my audience is actually based in Nigeria. So shout out to you guys um, who are listening from the US. Um, it just goes to show that um, you know God just has His own plans for the things that we do. Um, because honestly, yeah, that is not something I could have predicted. But for whatever reason, and it has takes. This is a trend I have noticed, you know, almost from the beginning, and it continues to increase. So my home country, Nigeria, where I'm broadcasting from, continues gets smaller, smaller while the US gets bigger. And um, anyways, so but thank God for what the Lord is doing. So thank you for joining me. If this is your first time, well, come on board. If you are one of our committed listeners, God bless you. And I, I just pray that you know God will continue to speak into your heart and into your life and give you reason to love Him more and more every day in Jesus' name. Amen. Um, so today I'm going to be talking on, I think the title I'm going to call this um, Labor to Enter into the Rest. And you know, this is just a loose thing. I think the inspiration for the titles come after the recording, but it's just talking about you know so let me maybe i should just read the scripture that i've gotten the inspiration from so that we know it's just talking about the um the rest of god and the work that we have to do to enter into that rest what it means and you know just thinking about that rest of god and for those of you who have you know been on this journey with me you know that for everything that i talk about on these musings there is a backstory you know it's there's something going on in my life or in my thoughts that is making me think about that and it's because, you know, I find myself, you know, first of all, I've never really been this kind of person who knows how to force things. You know, I don't know how to, I have to be passionate passionate about everything that I do for me to do well in it, you know. So I'm not that kind of person that can go to school. I mean, you forced me to study a course, like my parents ordered me to do law. I didn't want to do law. I made sure I changed the course because I knew that. So long as I don't want to do it, I, w- I won't do well in it, you know, and all that. So I've always, I'm it's someone that is driven by passion. The same thing in my relationships. I can only keep up with the relationship when the passion for that relationship is there. When it's really the man, <laughs> I am all in. Which is why if it's not reciprocated, man, it's better I just remove myself because I will just overwhelm you with the attention and everything that I'm doing. So I really have to caution myself in that regard. But And that's how I am with things generally. So I, I find that with the things of God... I don't think I should be struggling to be like Peter or struggling to be like Paul. Do you understand? Because I, I think that there's a relationship, there's a work, there's a zeal of God that is in their lives that has enabled them to be who they are, you know, and all of that. And I also think that with Christ too, the Bible says the zeal of God consumed me. So there's a whole experience that Christ had that made him um, able to be to be the Messiah and, and the whole journey and relationship with the Father that enabled him to walk that path which is unique for him. For those of us who are followers of Christ too, as much as there is the general journey that we all have in terms of how we come to Christ, there's a very personal journey as well and a very personal passion, a very personal zeal that has to happen for us to come you know, into our own personal walk and fulfillment of God's purpose in our lives. So for me, 
I am begin. I find my I find myself struggling with certain things that I think I shouldn't be struggling with and it's mostly around faith you know what I'm saying and that is in those moments when you need your faith to be strong and the faith is not as strong as you need it to be you know it's, it's very frustrating it's like you want to run a race and you need a very good pair of you know um, sneakers or you know track shoes to run that race I mean you know that there's no way you're going to run this race with the kind of shoes that you have it just doesn't have the spikes it doesn't have the the grip it doesn't have you know it, at that point you already know that the possibility of your winning that race or even of your getting through that race without injuring yourself is going to be very slim because you just don't have the tools or the equipment or the kits to run that race well thank you holy spirit i like that analogy this analogy works so well so that's exactly how it is so when you you know the bible says if you faint in the day of adversity your, your strength is small i think that's proverbs 24 verse 10 so honestly when trials come that is when you will now know what kind of faith that you have and the worst thing is when you need strong faith <laughs> and you don't have it you know what i'm saying that i know many of you you know some of you will know what i'm talking about those moments when you need your faith to be strong even if people are helping you there's support there's whatever you need your faith to be strong that the worst case scenario is not going to happen in this case that you will go through you will come out of this thing that whatever it is that is happening to your loved one or to that person or in that situation is not going to go the way the devil or those negative thoughts are telling you that it's going to go you need your faith to be strong you need your hope you need you need your heart to be strong so i've i i i in my own reflections i'm realizing that it shouldn't be a struggle and if i'm struggling i'm doing something wrong because faith is not a physical thing you don't you don't you, you know you you can't there is something wrong with if i'm struggling with faith there is something wrong i i don't know that's just the feeling i get so i have been going through this one verse moment where the holy spirit just drops a verse in my heart and um again and i've done a musing on the rest of god and laboring into the rest of god but this verse came to me again this past week so this is the book of hebrews chapter 4 and if i start from um, actually it's the entire chapter but i won't read everything so if i say from verse 9 it says okay let me see where i should read from okay let's let's read from from verse 1 it says let us therefore fear lest the promise that is left of us left to us of entering into god's rest any of us should seem to fall short of it for unto us was the gospel preached as well as unto them but the word preached did not profit them not being mixed with faith in them that heard it for we which have believed do enter into rest now let's remember that it says those those people who have believed enter into rest as he god has said as i have sworn in my wrath if they shall enter into my rest although the works were finished from the foundation of the world for in a certain place god had spoken of the seventh day in this manner that he rested on the seventh day from all his works and then in another place again he also mentioned to say if they shall enter into my rest so verse 6 says goes on to say it therefore is obvious that there is a rest that some of us that some must enter into and they to whom it was first preached were not able to enter in because of unbelief so there is a rest for the people of god that rest is different from the rest that god rested on the seventh day and some people the way in which um, the entry into that rest is faith unbelief is what prevents us from entering into that rest so in verse 7 it says again 
He limited a certain day, saying in David, Today, after so long a time, as it is said, Today, if you will hear my voice, or harden not your hearts. For if Jesus had given them rest, would he not afterward have spoken of another day? There remaineth therefore a rest to the people of God. For he that has entered into the rest of God, he also has ceased from his own works, in the same way as God did from his. So he's drawing, so verse 11 now says, Let us labor therefore to enter into that rest, lest any man falls after the same example of unbelief. So he's, um, Paul here in the letter to the Hebrew church is comparing many things. And I now understand why he's making reference to the Old Testament because that is what the children of the Hebrew um, speaking church understood very, very well. So he was saying that, you know, there are several places in which God has talked about the rest of God. He's talked about the rest that God had on for himself on the seventh day. He's also spoken in David about, you know, saying that some people did not enter into the rest of God, the children of Israel under the old covenant, and it was unbelief that kept them from entering there. And he now said that anybody that will ent- enter in verse 10, he says, he that is entered into the rest of God has also ceased from his own works in the same way as God has done his own so there's a comparison here but the important thing here is you have seized from your own works you know yesterday we talked about or the last muse and if you check uh, it was i god led uh, me to muse on faith without works being dead and what we're talking about then was the works that god is asking that we need or that i need to energize my faith is the works that god leads me to do so unctions that works that he's talking about is unctions of the holy spirit not just works that on my own i decide i'm going to do but the way god was showing me or talking to me about it it was about obedience to his word and to his counsel the the specific instructions he gives me in my day-to-day life like the specific instruction he gave to abraham to go and sacrifice his his child isaac god is not giving that instruction to any other person it's not something that is a doctrine for everybody but it was given specifically to abraham at that time because of his role as the father of faith once once in a universe or generation in fact never that's about once forever type of thing and it was given to him and he went and obeyed it those are the works that god says that activates faith it's not necessarily the works that i initiate or i think that i'm supposed to do based on my own thinking and that's what he's saying here in, I, I don't know if i'm making any sense but i'm trying to the holy ghost to help me say but i think you need to listen to the last musing for what i'm saying now to make a bit more sense so um so he now says that anybody that has entered into that rest of god he has stopped doing things his own way when he says seized from his own works what he means is that you have stopped doing things in your own way so somebody like me this is a very important counsel because i have the tendency to do things the way i think is right for me to do i mean i'll just you know, look at the information that is on the ground and just begin to do what I think is right to do. It is when he's not delivering results. That's when I now remember that maybe I, I actually didn't ask God. I didn't, you know. And I'm beginning to find that that whole yo-yo emotional um, cycle that I'm constantly on, particularly in terms of trial, is very draining. It's just too draining emotionally. So when the Bible says that he that has entered into the rest of God has ceased from his own works. What he's saying is that the person, just like Abraham, Abraham had completely ceased as in he'd shot his natural mind, his own way of thinking. When his child asked him that, where is the ram that we are going to offer unto the Lord? He said the Lord will provide. He wasn't even bothered. So he had entered into the rest of God and it was faith in God and in God's ability to provide himself 
as a lamb for sacrifice is what made Abraham able to do what naturally no parents can ever conceive do. So, I see that when Jesus said in Matthew eleven twenty one, 21, he says, Come unto me, all you that, are lab- that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. And let's read that scripture now. You know, there's a, God has been trying to teach me this thing. I'm still, my mind is still not grasping it. I've done a musing on this before. I think I may have to do several more before it really, I really understand. But I trust God that through this process, it will make a bit more sense and maybe to you as well. So uh, Matthew 11 verse 28, it says, Come to me, all ye, this is Jesus speaking. Come to me, all ye, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me. For I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easier, my burden is light. So Jesus is now saying, what he's saying is that those of you who have been carrying all your problems by yourself, doing things your way, and it is burdening you, it's not, rather than solving those problems, you are weighed down, you have anxiety, you have stress, you are distraught most of the time, you are just overwhelmed by all of this. He says, he says, I will give you rest. He says, rather than substitute the yoke that you have been carrying for the yoke that I will give, but that my own yoke is lighter than that body you have been carrying. But for you to take on me that yoke, you need to um, learn of me. So we have to learn. Now, if when we tie that to the scripture that says, labor to enter into the rest, we now realize, so the inverse, in Hebrews 4.11, it says, let us labor to enter into the rest, lest any man fall after the same example of unbelief. So that labor that you, I have to do, that you and I or we have to do, to enter into the rest of God, in order so that we can cease from our own works and our struggles, is a labor of learning about God, learning from God, learning how to think the way he does, learning how to obey him, learning how to hear his counsel and to do what he tells us to do, to follow his day-to-day unctions. Because I see that that is where the challenge is. It's not so much in obeying what we think the word of God is saying in terms of in the scripture, but it's more in terms of how do I um, position myself to always hear what God is asking me to do personally, personal wisdom on a day-to-day unction basis. How do I even develop that relationship with him? How do I know what he's saying? How do I know, you know, step-by-step unction in terms of I have this challenge I'm faced with or I have this issue with my spouse or with my child or with my boss in the office or generally with my work with God or there's problem. I, you know, I want to make a difference in my community. How do I go about doing it? There's this or the political situation in my country is... It's terrible or Christians are being persecuted in my community. What can I do to help? You you need the wisdom of God to tell you what you can practically do. And like we've read um, in the scripture that says faith without works is dead. We cannot always be praying, you know. <laughs> After praying, you get up from the place of prayer and then God gives an unction. That's exactly how it happened with the prophets in the Old Testament as well as the early church. They always prayed, God gave them unction and then they went out to do something. So it wasn't that they just stayed in the place of prayer like we always do, forever praying and hoping that someone else is going to take action. No, there is no scriptural reference for that. You pray, even for um, you know the, the apostles when they were going on their evangelical missions, when they had challenges from the governments of the day, they would pray. And then God would give them an auction. Go to Macedonia, flee in this place, stay in this place. You know, he would give them auction. 
but then it wasn't like they just stayed in the place of prayer even the apostles um the the female the the, the churches that were in the households there were specific leaders they got in terms of send this to paul send this to that person you know they were active they were doing things and i think that's what james 2 was trying to say that you cannot just be saying you're living a life of faith and you're not doing anything that that faith should drive and propel you to take specific action that has impact in the physical realm but it is driven not just by what i think i should do but what the lord and the holy spirit impresses upon me to do at that time and it, you know in, in, in furtherance of his purpose in that situation so this is sounds a lot of is long winding maybe when i listen to this it'll make more sense to me but so what so this is a, so i think what i'm trying to say from all of this and i think what god is trying to say to all of us and to me particularly is for those of us who are tired of winging it tired of trying to figure things out by ourselves god already has everything figured out but the only way we can you know get the benefits of god's wisdom and what he knows and how he's figuring things out and how he's figured things out for us or how he can continue to progressively figure things out for us is for us to humble ourselves to learn from him and submit ourselves to becoming you know to just being in that place where we can hear him better and take his counsel on things that have to do with our life on a day-to-day basis so the labor the struggle is actually to enter into his rest i mean i found this and like i said this may not make if you've never gone through a trial that's required faith you know there's some challenges that you face whereby the solution can be the problem can be solved with finances or even if it can't be solved it may be solved with you know physical things can solve it you know it's about money and you know where you're going to get money you have the access to that money sometimes it may be something that requires natural wisdom you just need to go and talk to a couple of people they help you out and you know the problem is solved but when you're in that kind of situation and nobody can help you with you know what i'm saying those kind of situations that require faith and i don't want to talk about the plethora of one of of terrible things that can happen because i think we, we have a lot of those bad stories already every one of us we can see the evil that is going on in the world around us so in those moments when you need faith You have to be already have been somebody who has primed who has been primed to be able to believe god even in situations where faith can can can, can be lost or fit may fail let me put it that way like the song song in oceans and um, the hill song song and um, the hill song um, song called oceans talks about at that time when feet naturally speaking feet may fail so but jesus tells us that we should labor to enter into that rest but that labor is about learning it's about learning of god it's about sitting at the master's feet and getting to understand how he thinks how he feels so that we can be changed and begin to see things from his perspective and understand him more and that as he leads us through those you know day-to-day little 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 miracles he says something to you you do it you see how it works i shared a bit about this in my last museum where i said that i have now realized that particularly on issues around physical health and wellness and i see that god really knows what he's saying and that sometimes when he tells me don't pay attention to this whatever that thing that physical symptom is not as serious as it is he actually is that he's actually right and it's funny because i'll be having these things symptoms that are making it look like men the world is coming to an end 
and even he would tell me that look this is not as serious as you know and, and i'm not saying this is the situation in every case but sometimes he does tell me he may, he may tell me something different but i'm saying i have found out that whatever whenever his counsel comes forth and it's not every time i hear him but when i hear him i really hear him so whenever his counsel comes forth and he says don't pay attention to this but do this but he never does that it's he always gives me something to do there's no time when he doesn't tell me what to do so either tells me don't do this but do this he, he recognizes that sometimes i need things to calm me down so he may say okay take this to calm yourself down or do this so that you know to take your attention from that he gives me wisdom of things that i need to do to help me through that situation and i found out that most times he's you know he really he, 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 he delivers the results I, I mean so i am on that journey of laboring to enter into the west whereby i cease from my works whereby no matter what happens i am not moved and i'm leaning on god to show me the way out or to handle it the same way abraham had the faith that god was going to he didn't think about how he was going to explain to sarah later on that i have killed i have offered my son <laughs> the son that you and i have been waiting for since i've offered him to the father on the mountain he wasn't but he didn't think that far he just followed the last command and that's the kind of faith that abraham had that's why he's called the father of our faith that's what god wants us to do have as well but it's not something that we will have overnight which is why jesus said learn of me but jesus said comparatively even though my um my the work of faith with me may look challenging when you look at it compared to the anxiety and the worry and the death you know syndrome that the 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 the, the pressure the, the fear of the of, of that the, the enemy brings can can put upon your soul and your heart and and your physical state and your life mine is much better mine is much better he says my yoke my body is easier my yoke is light my body the, the body that god places on us is the body of faith and that grows with relationship and with trust so like i said these are things i'm still trying to wrap my head around but i want to enter into the rest of god because i want to cease from my own works you know what i'm saying i have carried too much for too long i want to lay it all at the master's feet so i i want to start learning how to enter into the rest of god and how to cease from my own works honestly that's what i want to learn how to start doing from now on and i pray that the god will help me because i have suffered a lot of anxiety simply because i am carrying much more than i'm physically mentally and emotionally able to carry and i'm sick of it so as i'm doing this music now I am declaring before God the Father and asking him to help me so that what he has described in Hebrews 4, Hebrews 3, Matthew Matthew 11 that I will be that kind of person that is able to enter into the rest of God and cease from my own works while I'm on earth not the rest of heaven that rest we enter it I mean once you're a child of God I'm, that's not what I'm talking about I'm saying on this earth because God said some people did not enter in because of unbelief. The children of Israel did not enter in. So this rest is the rest that we are supposed to enter in while on earth. And it is only when we are in that rest of God that we are able to perform, you know, the greatest things that God will do. Because then to be God working in me and me not just going on my own life and doing what I think is right. So I want to cease from my own works and I'm trusting that the Lord will help me. So thank you for spending this time with me and I pray that the Lord will help 
give the understanding that we all need to to cease from our own works and to enter into the rest of God in Jesus name